Welcome to Invisible Talks, where the truth, different perspectives, and stories are discussed with invisible voices. Media outlets varying using anonymous sources. There's no such thing as off the record, but here on Invisible Talks, all of our stories are off the record. If you're good, put the pieces together. I'm your host, Tyra Elin, recording in the Podcast Town studio. I want to hear your story and perspective to make my life better. I'm tuned in. Today's focus is the unnecessary hustle of America. Over the last two years, I've heard LOL all over the news waves. And no, it's not your normal acronym, laughing out loud, but laws, obsession with fear, and love. Yes, that's what we're focused on today. The unnecessary hustle is defined as unnecessary. It's not needed. And the hustle, the verb form, and the informal, to obtain by forceful action or persuasion. Why is this a topic? Because it's impacting our thought process and most importantly, the lives of the next generation to come because we're being told how to think. It's just me today and I've got a lot to say, but remember this show was founded on agreeing to disagree and shining a light on a different perspective. So I may not think how you think and you may not think how I think, but we can definitely shine a light on a new perspective in the argument or discussion. So when I say LOL, I'll start with the first L, laws. Gun policy has been a huge topic over the years and most recently with the school shootings and the grocery store. And it's because people are shooting up public places, pure tragedies across the board, right? Lives were lost. Loved ones are grieving. But those who want to create change, this is for you. Let's be clear. Policy, laws, they do not change people's heart. People's heart have to be changed. There's deeply rooted thought processes and perspectives about groups of people or other people that we cannot change. Laws won't necessarily change that. The conversation on the table is always centered around if we should ban guns or have stricter policies on what it takes to get a gun. And so I pose this idea. If we talk about changing the law, and we say, hey, it's going to be more strict, a stricter process for an individual to get a law. Let's take our mind and think about prison systems all across America, which they're making the wealthy more wealthy because there are so many people in them. Individuals go into these spaces and places stripped. Literally, they strip when they go into these facilities. They have nothing from the outside world, yet they are still able to create weapons. They are still able to make money and sell drugs. They are still able to have cell phones and access to things that they're not supposed to have. They're stripped from it when they walk into these institutions, yet they still find a way for money to be made and for harm to be done. The hearts of these individuals who have carried out these tragic, tragic incidents have to be changed. A gun policy and a law won't simply change a person's heart because I may not have a gun to carry out the harm that I want to put on another, but I have the mindset and the heart posture to do that. Just food for thought. We're so stuck on laws versus what it means to be a human being. Shouldn't that come first? All right, let's go to O. Obsession with fear. Now I understand COVID and people not wanting to get sick. I totally agree. My family have been impact my family had been impacted by COVID to many different levels. So I share this with love on the air. 
when we think about what it means to be healthy and to live in a space where we feel like tomorrow is promised and not to live in fear of what sickness looks like, we should really think about the food deserts that we've allowed to hit every state in this country. Because I would beg to differ that the food deserts, they make humans more sick than COVID did. They allow humans to die slowly, daily. Food deserts allow children to be raised in spaces and places where they won't have access to healthy food, to a diverse group of food. Because the corner store has hot chips, Doritos, donuts, tacos, walking tacos. But it doesn't have access to broccoli, celery. You know, the little celery with the peanut butter and the ants. Creating a perspective of eating healthy is fun. I don't see that on the corner. So yes, fear of COVID is a real thing for some households. Because of prior illnesses, because of just aging. And I respect and understand all of that, but then I question if we created the same fear that we put around COVID, around the concept of communities going without healthy foods day in and day out, access to healthy foods day in and day out, what are we doing? A food card that provides money for a family to get food is one thing. But what if I don't have access to it because I don't have a vehicle and because transportation is limited? Because I don't know if there's an outpost in the city where you live, but I know it takes transportation to get there. Again, something else to think about. And the other L, love. (laughs) Love. Has it not been the topic over the last few years of going through a pandemic? Because in most people's minds, it comes packaged and it's ready to be shared as a child, right? And then we become an adult and we realize that love is really hard. And we start to play the blame game. I believe we've started to play the blame game as we've walked out of Mental Health Month. Questioning individuals if they have done enough when their family member commits suicide or goes out in an episode, a chaotic episode, after not taking their meds, we question if there was love there. I believe that there's always love there. But what's missing in this conversation is that every human being has choice. And although there may be some who are too far gone and so far lost, that they may not see the love that's presented and they're willing to take a step off the ledge, We cannot create a space and a place for people to be second-guessing if they did enough. We can't create that. If a loved one around you feels like they're less than, they're going to feel like they're less than no matter how much you pour into them. But the narrative was tricky this year. And I feel like it's an important topic to talk about love because we have to understand that love endures and love is there when it doesn't want to be, that love sacrifices, that it's not Disney all the time. I met him and we fell in love and it was happily ever after. I met him and it became harder and harder to love him because I started to see who he truly is. I met her and I wanted to be close with her, but then she tested my trust and I already have trust issues. Love is hard. And so when we talk about the state of one's mental health, when we talk about the responsibilities of others, let's stop saying they or you and say I. Because we can't tell people how to love those that are around them. We can't tell people what they should have done after a tragedy has hit. Because everyone already wants to do more 
when someone dies of cancer. Everyone always wants to do more when there's a tragic car accident. Everyone always wants to do more when tragedy hits home. And so that guilt is already sitting on one's heart. And when we say, check on your strong ones, check on your loved ones, I'm just not a fan. Because then that puts the pressure on an individual to be stronger than they had the capacity to sometimes. I'm sorry, that weight and burden was only for God to carry. We are not the creators. We cannot make decisions for individuals and we cannot carry their weights. But we can seek God and ask him how he would like us to intervene, if he would even like us to intervene. Because we are all called to a people and to a place and for a purpose. And the question is, are you doing everything that you're supposed to do where God has placed you? Food for thought. As always, you don't have to agree with my perspectives or my logic or my thinking, but start a conversation. Let's talk about it. That is the point of all conversations here on Invisible Talks. So when was the last time you lived that you did what you wanted to do without the influence of others, what they'll think or the fear of what will go wrong or to sell people on a certain narrative? When was the last time you just lived? Not to be self-conscious about the policy or the fear or if they'll love it, but you just lived. That little heart's desire, you actually execute it because you believed enough to. The dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. The goals that you're chasing, how about you be intentional about them? Be intentional with a heart posture that aligns with God leading you, your every step and every way that you go. Because there are so many issues in the world. But I, Tyra, Tyra Marie was not called to every tragedy. But she was called to a tragedy. And I can live intentionally in that space with direction, with guidance. And I may not be able to change the world. And I may not be able to carry the whole load alone. But I know that I've done my part with my life and with my expertise and with my gifts. All packaged in one. Have you done the same? Food for thought. That's all we've got for today's episode here at Podcast Town Studio. These stories, they connect us. The ultimate question, what was the journey like to freedom? Wait, freedom is agreeing to disagree, different perspectives, healing from within, all because life and legacy are complex. We see people everywhere, but do we really see them? Their thoughts, griefs, pain or struggles. To be strong is to heal. If your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he will help you catch your breath. Remember to breathe. You're stronger than you think. Make sure you stay connected by following us on Facebook and Instagram at Invisible Talks Podcast. Until next time, I'm your host, Tyra Elam.